So today, Jamie, I think we're going to talk about death. Death. Death, yeah, as in being dead, dying. Well, I can imagine that it's going to be a fun-filled, ruckus episode with a subject like death. <laughs> well, do you know what? I think it's easier to... We're going to have we're going to have a great time. Yeah, well, I think we will. I think it's easier to be light-hearted about death than it is some of the things I discovered today. So, I mean, how do you feel about dying? That, well, again... That's that's very. It makes me nervous. It does. So if you if you knew you were dying tomorrow, that would be a huge problem. Well, yeah, because I wouldn't be here anymore. Yeah, but you wouldn't be there to worry about it. Right, but it's the, it's not it's not me that that is affected by it. It's the people that I have left behind. Okay, so you you're thinking about it unselfishly. Well, I mean, obviously there is a part of me that doesn't want to die. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the fact that like. It's specifically, I mean, my, my wife's pregnant. She'd have to deal with that by herself. To be honest, the baby would probably turn out better without you around. That's a very nice thing to say, and I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> That's why we can be honest with each other. Um, so if you could pick any age and you knew you were going to croak it, what age would you choose? Or would you live forever if you could? If it, if it was just me, I'd live forever. What do you mean, just you? No, I mean, just in general. Like, <laughs> if it was an option for everybody, then no, because like, then the world would like collapse or some shit. But if it was just me by myself that had offered that, I'd be like, yeah, go on. Gone from being completely unselfish to wanting to make sure that all the people that love you around you would be okay if you died you now would actually quite like it if everyone you loved died as long as you could live forever and do what you wanted well no because everybody dies inevitably anyway yeah but i was offering you the chance for immortality and your only caveat was that only if it's only you not if it's only you and your wife (laughs) or your wife and child i'm thinking more about the world like, if everybody had the opportunity to stay alive forever, well, then we'd, they'd have to stop everybody having babies. Yeah, but you could have said, you know, you and a few other people you like, rather than just you. No, because you'd get bored of that after a while, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, well, yeah, but... It's like, re- it's like reincarnation, but you don't forget what you've, what you've experienced. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess you could keep the people you love alive forever... And they can go off and do whatever they want after a certain period. That might be nicer, rather than just going, oh, I'll, I'll watch you all die, and then I'll move on and find something else. Well, it's a hypothetical, really. I mean, we don't need to go too much into it. It's, uh, I, I, it's not that I want people to die around me. I want to witness it. It's just that I, I fear death that much that I wouldn't want to do it. So if there was an opportunity for me not to die, I would gladly take that option. See, because I definitely don't want to live forever. 
Well, why? Well, do you ever get those Sundays where you've got literally nothing to do? And you're just sat there going, what the hell can I do? Imagine a life of that. Because there's going to be a point where you've done everything. And they're just yeah. be miserable. And you're going to go on forever. Like, you, you are immortal. You would live forever. Yeah. You'll, ne- you'll lose attachment to everything. Nothing will mean anything to you anymore. Whereas the if you know you're going to die, changing. it gives you purpose. It's not, like, it's not like there's not things that are going to keep you occupied throughout the rest of your entire lifetime. No, but forever. You're never going to yeah. end. You would get well, bored. But, yeah, but as I say, the world's constantly changing. But what if the world stops existing? I mean, the sun's going to engulf the world in six billion years. You're still going to be going, just then floating around in space with nothing to do. Well, something will happen. It's a long time away. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, my girlfriend absolutely hates talking about death in any capacity. Well, I'm not very keen on it. Really? Why? It freaks you out that much. It's not that. It's just that I I don't feel it's a subject that I can really comment on with confidence. Because why we're all going to do it? No, it's only because I've not I've not really felt um, death like other people have. Like people have lost people that are close to them. I've never had that experience. So, I mean, I have had family members that have passed on, but I've not known them that well. It's not affected me in the way that it does for other people. No, but I mean that in itself is interesting. You know, to be at that point in your life. Because I've now lost people that meant a lot to me. And if anything, I've actually found it's made me less worried about it. But I don't know if that's because of them or the people around me and how they've coped with it as well. Um, but I didn't want to... I don't want to go too personal today. I was more sort of keeping it, you know, light-hearted look at death rather than us crying on the podcast. I wouldn't be doing that anyway, because as I said, okay. I've not got any experience no. with it. So me crying on the podcast and then you feeling uncomfortable about that. I mean, no, no one wants that. Uh, yeah. No one wants that. Somebody had that at work yesterday. They found out that their like, um, teenage son had got someone pregnant and I, I didn't know what to do. So I stood really awkwardly, because um, the only thing that I can do in those times of um, of sadness is offer a hug. And then if people don't want my hug, then I'm pretty much useless. I'll just stand there looking awkward. If you were given an envelope which told you when you were going to die, would you open it? Uh, would you open it and look, find out when your death day is? No, nah, I probably wouldn't believe it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, but you have to. So it's, it's, it's 100% guaranteed the day you're going to die and how you're going to die. Would you open nah. it? I don't know how it would be 100% guaranteed. Well, a lot of this is bollocks, Jamie, so you know, you've know got to go with it. Yeah! <laughs> oh, all right, okay, so... Um, I'd still, yeah, I probably wouldn't, to be fair with you, because why would you want to know that shit? Yeah, see, I think I wouldn't want to, but I think I eventually would. I think I'd give in to it. I'd have to know. Well, so you'd be allowed to keep yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd have it in your house the whole time? Oh, I don't know. Uh, if I was just given... I'd just shred it. Yeah. If I, uh, I don't know. Burn it! You definitely wouldn't want to let anyone else see it. That would be very bad. So it'd be like your collection of porn, then. I don't have a collection of porn. No, I'm saying in general, it'd be like your collection of porn, wouldn't it? Well, no, because I don't have one. You, you've got you. Well, yeah, could, but you keep it away from people, wouldn't you? You obviously look at like porn on your phone. No, I don't. For not even for a quick ham shandy. Nope. Nope. Well, what do you do when you masturbate then? Um, what I you use your brain and thoughts? I don't think this podcast is going to be about that today. All right, fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying. It's like that. Like, you wouldn't let... I don't understand, like, parents that let their children on their phone when, quite clearly, most people use their phone to masturbate with. That's not true. You think that's true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easier than using the PC 
Because the PC's rubbish nowadays. At least with the phone, you can do it wherever you want. But surely you should only be doing that at home. Well, yeah, you would only do it. Normal people would. But I guarantee you, at least one person at your work has masturbated at work. Uh, yes, no, I have read... Um, I was reading an article about that. Apparently lots of people do it in the toilets at workplaces. I, d- I don't know why that is, personally. I think it's probably because they don't get the chance to do it at home, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's... Maybe. But I, I already didn't like using the work toilet. After I read that, I really hate using the work toilet. Well, don't block yourself up, James. That's bad. You know, there's a risk of infection there. Yes. I mean, fortunately, there are two toilets, one upstairs and one downstairs. The upstairs one is very private. Right. The one downstairs is quite sort of public. So I tend to use the downstairs one just because I know yeah. that that one, no funny business is going on in there. It's <sighs> not necessarily. Oh, no, I guess they might. They might like the fact that they can hear people yeah. walking past and stuff. That might excite them yeah. more. Anyway, this isn't a public... We're not doing a podcast about this. We're doing a podcast about death. All right. Okay, fine. Um, no, I wouldn't open the envelope. Okay, you wouldn't. You definitely, definitely, definitely wouldn't, even if you were allowed to keep it. Nah, I'd burn it or something. What's the point? There's no point in doing that, because all you're doing is setting yourself up for, like, being scared when it happens. But you'd also be pre- prepared, so you'd get everything done that you wanted to do. I'm sure that's true for most people, but I don't have many ambitions or anything like that. I'm quite happy with the way that my life is. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I'm, I'm happy with the way it is. I don't need to do anything before I die. So you'd have no regrets if you died tomorrow? There's no point in looking back. Yeah. It's already gone. You can't do anything about it. And I mean, I'm, I'm happy plodding along at the moment. If I change my mind down the line, I might want to do that. But I don't really look towards the future very often. Oh, right. Wow. I didn't know that about you. Oh, look how deep and meaningful this is becoming. I used to be like that. I used to be when I was younger and I had more aspirations. But now I've like gotten to my age now. I just think, oh, well, who cares? It's all right. Now you've got a wife and you know the baby's coming. You've given up. <laughs> Not given up. It's just a completely different set of rules, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Having a baby, yeah, it becomes all about that thing and not about you anymore. Well, I think that's a. Br- I think what you've just said is a brilliant thing to say because I think sadly a lot of people that have babies don't have that attitude. Yeah, I know, um, and and partially some sometimes that's because people have them young, yes, and they and they want their lives still because they haven't lived them. Yeah. Whereas I feel I've done enough. I've done enough. Yeah, good. I quite enjoy my time to myself. It's fine. Yeah. But what you've said has made me completely revoke what I originally said about the baby being better off without you. I think that means you'll be a wonderful father. Thank you. We've already had this discussion. I know you think I'm going to be awesome anyway. It's fine. Oh, yeah, true. But I don't know what order people are going to listen to these in, so I wouldn't want people to think I was a horrible prick. Well, they might do anyway, James, to be fair with you. They might do. (laughs) They might might think about me as well, of my nipples. I don't think anyone would think you're horrible. Um, You don't ever say anything mean. You just, you know, you're, you're quite an intense person, so they might find you, you know, a challenge, but I don't really think you're horrible. <laughs> a challenge. That's a nice way of saying it. Yeah. How would you like to die? Uh, well, like everybody else would like to to die in your sleep, so you don't know about it. Yeah. No one's going to turn around and go, oh yeah, I'd love to drown, or I'd love to burn alive. Not drown, but, you know, go out in a blaze of glory, people will remember you more. But, nah. If, if there was some sort of massive tragedy, people do remember you, but not necessarily, though, is it? You have to be famous to be able to to get remembered for dying. This is the thing that scares people the most about dying, is that you're not going to be remembered. But you do. You get remembered by the people that you love. But if it's it's bloody... If you want everybody to remember who you were, well, it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Because you obviously haven't affected people that many people in your life. And that's there's no shame in it. You are a select person. I mean, even the people that are celebrities, they don't make any difference to people that don't know them. They just think they do. 
Um, yeah, well, I think everyone wants to be remembered, don't they? Not necessarily by everyone, but by your family and friends. That's what I mean. You'll be, you'll be remem- remembered by the people yeah. that matter. The people that don't matter, well, then what does it matter? But then I think everybody really, they, they're just too bloody, they want to please everybody. I don't feel like that. I don't feel like I have to please people. I'd rather please myself going back to porn. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> I made one. Hello. Yeah, I think it might be funny if you just left it rather than pointing out that you made a joke. But I mean, it would be James, but that's not how I roll. You know what is the most likely cause of our death? Not right now, just as a human being. Um, I'll give you a clue. It's not cancer. Oh, that was going to be my first option. Yeah, that's what everyone says, and it's not that. That's second, but it's not the most likely cause of your death. Our deaths. I'd say probably in a, in a car, then. No, that's ridiculously low. Is it? Yeah. A lot of people die in cars. I suppose if you're thinking about like the whole entire world. Yeah. Um... Okay, okay, that was a stupid answer then. It's not an interesting answer, so I'm just going to say it. Okay, good. Heart and circulatory disorders. Oh, right, yeah. To heart disease. I mean, that, I thought that was a bit obvious, so I wanted to do something that was more fun. Yeah. One of the least liked things, war. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's, the that's the way of like cleansing people for a bit, but it's not like full term, Cleans- Careful what word you're using, cleansing. <laughs> Christ. Um, so, do you want some gross facts about what happens to you when you die? Well, I know you poo yourself. Yeah, everyone knows that. Um, yeah, well, it all comes out, doesn't it? Yeah, basically everything is just... Well, not everything, but most of it. Within three days I'd of... I'd love that, though. <laughs> You're not going to know about it. If... No, but if you if you thought about it, right, you know how you know how you have to be... You've signed yourself up to be a donor? Uh, do you, do you when know, you die. I only have just done that because, um... I'm quite rational about most things, but I have a slightly weird irrational thought, which is if the universe knows that I am prepared to give over my organs and useful things that reside within my useless body, it might do away with me to keep other people going. I see. Whereas if it knew that I wasn't prepared to do that, it might keep me alive a bit longer. I, Wow. That's probably one of the most amazing things you've ever said to me. <laughs> We've known each other for a while. I don't tell many people that. <laughs> no, no. I've, I don't think it's fully irrational. I think It gives you an insight into how um, negative you are sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, oh yeah, the world's got it in for me if I give away something. They're going to well, be no, like, right, that's it. He's signed a bit of paper now, so he's <laughs> going to be, fuck it, we're going to get rid of him so somebody else can live in his place. Yeah, it's like the one irrational thought I have about existence. So obviously I don't yeah. believe in the afterlife, I don't believe in reincarnation, I don't believe in fairies or angels or father christmas or anything like that but that is one thing i kind of feel like oh now i've done that they're definitely gonna whatever if there is anything out there that knows about everything going on it will definitely say this guy's a waste of space but look at that little girl over there she was gonna grow up and cure cancer let's bump off james and give her his his lungs well i suppose fate does work like that sometimes yeah but i mean for me i only signed up a couple of years ago 
I don't. I personally, I don't believe in like there being a heaven and a hell. Um, I would like to believe that there's something after, but I don't. I don't, I don't want to go on to that because that's probably another episode altogether. But I didn't want to get rid of anything just in case in the future they they make it so that you they could bring you back. And if you got brought back without a lung or like your one of your major arteries, <laughs> well then you're fucked, aren't you? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I, I I was always like, oh, well, I don't want to, just in case, like, with... They work it out. Yeah, yeah, in, like, 20, I don't know, 50, they go, oh, well, we can we can freeze people now, and you can get brought back in 100 years. And if I've got nothing else on, I'd be like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe not right now, but in, like, 10 years, even, if I could be frozen and wake up in, like, 200 years' time, that'd be quite cool. I'd probably go for that. Yeah. Maybe, I think. Um, do you know how many people die every day? A lot. Yeah, what would you guess? Mm, I don't know. A million? No, you wazzock. Well, it's a lot, isn't it? You've got, if you think about how many people there are in the world, you've got to keep it stable, haven't you? So people have got... To... 151,600 people a day. I was going to say half a million. Still a lot. It's still a lot. Yeah, it's still too much. Still too much. <laughs> but, I mean, there's loads of people being born, though. Still a lot. A lot of people that are being born. Well, more more people being born exactly. than dying. That's why that's why it's the population is increasing. But anyway, that is six thousand ish people an hour, which means a hundred and the uh, hundred or so people a minute. My math is terrible. Which means like basically two people a second die. So one, two. Oh, you're like three, the celebrities off that advert, four, aren't you? You should be five, cl- you ten should be, people. You should be clicking while you're doing it. Yeah, well, I'm not making a point. And they're all wearing the same t-shirt. Because there's no raising, there's no money to raise to save these people. There's just too many people. I know. I was just being uh, facetious. But that is crazy, isn't it? Because if you think about the pain and heartache that death causes, it happens all the time. Literally happens constantly. Uh huh. Don't know. It just seems horrible. But you know. But then, but then, if you if you thought too much about it, you go mental, wouldn't you? No. Yeah. You'd go insane because there's too much bad things that you'd have to think about. That's why. That's why it's just best not to think about anything at all. Yeah, that's true. So, do you believe in? Uh, oh, just so you know, I've just quickly looked up. Uh, twice as many people are, are born as die every second. Yeah. So, too many people having sex. Uh, yeah. Stick it in your pants, young boy. Talking about people dying every second. That's Keep your legs thought. closed. If you think about people dying every second, that means probably anything you can imagine is being done every second. That's disgusting. Well, yeah. Or very sexual. There's a lot of people in the world, though. Yeah, I know. There's always someone eating an apple. There's always somebody having anal sex. Probably is, yes. Yeah. Because it takes quite a while, doesn't it? So, Unless you're in certain states of America, you poor souls... Do you believe in anything after death? I would like to. Because at least half of the people in the UK do. I would like to believe in it. I'm not entirely sold on it. There's the uh, there's too much of um, uncertainty, so you might as well just enjoy it while you're here. But yes, I'd like to believe that there's there's something, and it's not just in, this. In what? What though? What do you? Which one? Which one of the nonsense stories do you think is the least nonsense? If if I had to pick. I'd say reincarnation, maybe coming back as something else or some someone else having a second mm. chance. Well, that one arguably is true. 
your atoms and particles will become other things. So you are technically being reincarnated into other things. You're just not going to be aware of it. Well, like grass and dirt. No, I didn't mean that. I meant like yeah. a living thing. Yeah, but no, but eventually, so you'll turn into dirt, the dirt will turn into grass, the grass will be eaten by a sheep, and you'll become part of that sheep. It feels like you're Mufasa, and I'm Simba. Yeah. Mm. Yes. It's the circle of life, isn't it? Yeah. The circle of life! That's just going to distort, and I'll have to cut it out. I would prefer you didn't. Well, do it again more quietly, and I'll (laughs) leave it in. I'm not going to do it quieter, James. The circle of life. There you go. There's no feeling in that at all. There's no feeling in that, James. I'm disgusted with you. There was. There was just subtle feelings, Jamie. Subtle. Subtle feelings. Okay. I'll edit it myself and I'll make sure that it doesn't sound too bad. (laughs) Okay, good. You do that. So what would you believe in then? Me? Uh, Nothing. Yeah, what would you like to think? Oh, what one would I like? Uh, well, I don't want to go to heaven or hell, just because either way it's going to get boring fast. Um, yeah, I mean, reincarnation would be pretty awesome. Coming back as like an eagle and being aware that you're an eagle would be pretty cool. Mm. Uh, but then at the same time, unless you're choosing what you're coming back as, it's going to suck. Because yeah. yeah. most things that aren't humans are not fun to be. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I for a long time, like when I was a kid or like a teenager, I'd say I'd like to come back as like one of the house cats. And you just chill out, drinking, eating, having a sleep. Yeah, doing a little hunt. That's one of the few things that would be all right. But there are lots and lots of things that would be terrible. Imagine yeah. being like a whelk on the bottom of a boat or just on a rock at the bottom of the sea and being aware of that. But they might love it. You don't know what a whelk thinks. A whelk's probably on the side of the boat going, oh, yeah, this is brilliant. Yeah, but you're not going to be aware of that then. Eh, Steve, Steve, come down here. This bit's brilliant down here. You're at the you're at the rubbing edge, rubbish end of that boat. <laughs> rubbing edge? Rubbing edge, yeah. Are you watching porn again with your rubbing edge? Oh, mate. Oh, I've watched so many good <laughs> ones recently, honestly. No, I don't want to know. Don't want to know. Don't want to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but, but so, okay, but if, so you're saying... When you're reincarnated, you are just... But can you remember that you were a human? Um. Well, I don't think you would remember, would you? Yeah, well, there you go then. So I think that's the downside to reincarnation, is that you don't remember what you did before. Quite a lot of religions believe in that. But isn't it generally that you're going to come back uh, depending on how good a life you lived? So if you live a good life, you come back as something better than if you lived a nasty life. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've so... heard of this. But then... I don't, so I don't what would you predict to... you're going to come back as at the moment? Well, I don't know. I've not lived all of it yet. No, but like, so just say if you got run over tomorrow, what are you coming back as if it's true? I could be a murderer in 10 years. You don't know. No, but I'm saying tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, I don't know. Slug? <laughs> I don't think they give me that much of a be- the benefit of the doubt. I've not done an awful lot to um, to help people in life. You say that, but you work for the NHS. That's all about helping people. Yeah, but you don't know how I am with them. No. I don't give off the air that I care about them. But you're generally quite nice to the people around you and the people that you love, aren't you? I'm polite at work. No, I'm talking about, like, to... Yeah, your friends and family. You're very nice to them, I bet. But I'm also... I'm shit at that as well. You know as well as I do. I'm not very good with the with the keeping in contact with people thing. Yeah, but that's because you don't really love me. So that's, you know, that's why. No, no, no. That's with everybody. <laughs> well... You you ask any any person around me, I, I'm shit at it. Um, 
I don't. I, it's not. It's not that I care any less than I should do. It's just that I'm not good yeah, with it. That's fine. But I still don't think that would mean you come back as a slug because that's pretty crap. Like that would be one of the worst things to come back as. Surely. No. There's worse things to come back as. What's worse than a slug? I don't know. Some sort of shit insect. That is a shit. In- well, it's not an insect, but that's a shit thing. It can still move though. Yeah, but you, most insects. It can still spe- move. I could spend the entire of my slug life going from Portsmouth all the way up to Scotland. I'll have you know. <laughs> You'll never make it. They don't live long enough. And it'd be it'd be an amazing journey, and there'd be slug TV cameras, um, and they'd follow me on my journey, and I'd be just like um, that that um, trans one that did the that did the running. What? What was his name? He's a comedian. I can't remember what his name trans? is. Trans. Transgender. Well, he's not. He's, He's not proper trans, oh, but he's always uh, dressed, dressed effeminately. That's it. Yeah, he didn't, like he didn't run from been slug form. He didn't run from Portsmouth to Scotland. No, but he went a really long way, didn't he? And he had like health issues. I remember I saw it on the televisuals. But he did. He did lots of marathons. I think. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh my god, too hard like that. So you'd come back as a slug and remake that program as a slug. <coughs> I mean, I've not. I'm not choosing it. I just reckon that's what I'll come back as. Okay. What do you think I'd come back as? Um, don't know. Seagull. Seagull. Yeah, that's weird. How weird that, is that is weird. That is weird. <laughs> Why did you say seagull? Don't have a clue. It's just what came to my head. Me neither. How weird is that? I didn't think. I didn't. I didn't really think too much about it. I just thought, well, it wouldn't be something horrible, <laughs> but it wouldn't be something amazing either. That's really weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Maybe I will come back as a seagull. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's really odd. The seagull's all right, though. See, my brother doesn't believe in coincidences. He always thinks there is reasons why all these things happen, which I generally agree with him. Yeah. But that is weird. There is no reason no. why both of us would have just said seagull no. at basically the same time. No. I don't know why I even thought of seagull. I can't. My window's not even no. open. No, I've, me neither. I've got the curtains across. There's nothing in here that reminds me of a seagull. Uh, no, but then that doesn't surprise me because I get erections all the time. Actually, I think that's just when you're hung. Like, if you're being hung, hanged. I thought you meant, like, a really big knob. You only get that if you got a really big knob, <laughs> you get an erection. <laughs> well, you won't be getting one of those then. <laughs> no, I won't. Uh, I mean, I, I, It's got a special name. I can't find it now. I did have an article that said what it was called. It was, it was something mortis. Oh, rigor mortis? No, that's just what happens to you. Anyway. Well, the blood's got to go somewhere, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, I don't know why you'd get like sexually excited when you die, though. But you don't get sexually excited when you have an erection anyway. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You, are you telling me you don't wake up every morning with a stonker, and it's not because you've had a dirty thought, it's because you need a wee? Uh, well, no, night erections, um, they are to do with body checks. So your body is basically going through like a series of checks when you're asleep. Okay. And apparently one of the things your body does as a man is make sure you can still get erections. But then so you, just gives you, erections. you get erections all the time. It doesn't make a difference. I don't. Why don't you get erections all the time? 
Because I'm not a teenager anymore. It doesn't make a difference. I'm not a teenager. You still get erections all the time. <clears throat> no, you don't. You should have control over them by now. You don't. You don't ha- ever have control of a penis, unfortunately. You do. No, you don't ever have control of a penis. You don't control when you yeah, get an you erection. Of course you do. No, you don't. You must just think about sex a lot. No, I don't. I very rarely do nowadays. That's the thing. I'm thirty odd, and I still get erections all the time. What? Just from doing? You're just sat there, like not thinking about anything sexual, and it just yeah. awakens. Yeah, sometimes. I don't believe you. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not like I, I've got a stonker on right now. I'm just saying in general, yeah, I do get a lot of erections. So it doesn't surprise me that you'd get an erection when you die. Because, I mean, it depends on the time of day as well. Like, if you're dying in your sleep, you still need a wee. Okay, you're right. Apparently most men can't control them, but some can. So I'm obviously in one of the weird group of men that knows how to not get a boner. How do you know how to not get a boner? We just don't do it. I can honestly what do you mean I assure you. Just don't you, do I... it. There must be a reason. You must stop yourself. You must do something to stop it. No, but well, yeah, the same as I don't fart if I don't need to fart. I don't think that's the same. <laughs> Why can't? How else should we describe it? I don't. I can definitely not get erections. This is not about death at all. No. Well, I mean, you raised the fucking erection when you die thing. I've been I've been throwing it back to sex ever since we started. Ever since we started. Maybe it's an interesting thing that we, you do keep talking about sex. Because you're scared of death, and most human beings are, ultimately death is avoided by procreating. Because arguably you sort of keep life going by making more of yourself, so maybe that's why you're thinking about sex a lot. Mm, could be. Or um, filth. Uh, it's probably a bit of both. Yeah, thank you. I like that you 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 got my back. Yeah. You're a good friend. On to the next uh, point. Well, I'm a bit lost now because we've suddenly started talking about how men control their erections. Well, I don't. No. That that was my point. Well, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um, <laughs> well, no, because I'm just going to start talking <laughs> you do about. Get really funny when we talk about sexual things. I really want to do an episode where we just talk about sex because I I'd like to see how you you actually do. Um, it's when, when we're talking about. I, nasty stuff. I'd rather talk about me getting erections than sex, just because that's more embarrassing for other people. Well, mainly one person. Um, yeah, but you don't have to talk about your specific experience. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I talk about anything. I can talk about anything if it's not directly me. It's a very broad thing. So, you know, mm. I talk about yes, but, uh, bum sex. But we're, we're, talk- we're discussing death today, though. Yeah. You mean you can die whilst having sex? That, I mean, if if anything, that would be the way to go, wouldn't it? Uh, well, it depends if you want to scar your partner for life. <laughs> well, because they're definitely never going to have sex again after that. Well, even so, like I mean, but I if... guess you, maybe you wouldn't want them to. Would you? How, how would you feel about that? So, if wifey, uh, mm. if you cop it, is wifey allowed to get with another man? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think it's a very selfish view. If if you're like, no, you can't. Well, my girlfriend says she won't want to. Yeah, no, I can understand that as well. But I've said that she will. Like, there'll be a point where she'll have mourned me sufficiently and she will want someone else in her life. Like, if I died, I'd definitely want someone else to look after her and make sure she had a nice life. I wouldn't want her to just be sat there being miserable that I died. You can understand people that say it. I mean, I personally don't think I'll be able to um, move past it if my wife died. 
but really, so you think you wouldn't find anyone else? No, I, I'm I'm a very attractive and lovable man. I'm a, I know eventually I would do, but I'm I, it would be a very long time before I did. Yeah, and especially now I've got a child on the way as well. Like that would be left to me, so that would be harder to find somebody that would accept him for who he is, and it'd be harder for me to find somebody as well. That I would think it's not just about me anymore. It'd be about the child as well. Like she, he's got, she's got to be a good mother, as well as a good partner to me. Yeah. The truth is, though, you'd probably find someone that already had a child of their own. Um, what commingle? They normally end up being drawn to each other. Oh, uh, could you imagine? I watched an episode on um, television. I can't remember what it was, but there was like there was uh, it was step son who fell in love with his stepmother. And he kissed her and everything. Yeah, well, that's all good. That's good. No, it's not. It's disgusting. Still, like if you no, think. No, I was being sarcastic. Oh, good. Because if you think about you, she's raised you, and then you fall in love with her after she's raised you and been a mum to you. Ugh, gross. Yeah, well, it depends how mum. I mean, she may have not been that mumsy from the start. Maybe it already started off as a fairly. No, she called it off. You know. No, she was like, "No, I'm not up for mm. this." Okay, well, that's creepy. But going back to it, mm. if I lost my girlfriend. Um, I honestly don't think I would want to find anyone else or could be bothered because I was quite happy being... Because, you know, I was on my own for, like, forever until I met her. Um, So, to be honest, it's not like I would think, oh, I need to be with someone. I'm quite happy just pottering around on my own. Mm. So, and I I mean, the thing is, I'm sure there would be other people out there that wouldn't annoy me, but I do find pretty much everyone I meet, other than her intensely annoying at some point or another like even my very good friends I do get to a point with them where I'm just like I just can't I can't be near you for a while yeah well I mean you get that with everybody um, though don't you yeah but well I don't with her I really don't with her I, I just can't get enough of being around her no, you've not... well, we've been together four years now so it's not like we're still in the honeymoon period yeah um... wait until she's pregnant retain a lot of information it goes in and then I don't really think about it anymore and then when I'm told things sometimes they come back to the forefront of my mind I'm like I did know that so fingers and toenails yeah what do they do they still grow do they no even oh no your skin dries and contracts around them which makes it look like they grow oh right okay so it's along the same vein then well no because they don't grow it just looks like they do yeah. Do you know what, uh, going back to what is most likely to kill us, do you know what is the biggest killer of white uh, men around our age, specifically? Uh, I don't know, the clap? No, suicide. Oh. Well, I can understand yeah. that. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a weird transitionary period, isn't it, now? Yeah. So I think I think if people haven't if if people if they set their goals up really high and they haven't achieved them and they don't feel like they're going to then they're probably like oh well what's the point? Yeah. But there's always something to live for, kids. Always remember that there's always something to live for. Yes, there is because you never know what's going to happen next. Exactly. Um, it's like Ronan Keating said: "Life is a roller coaster. Just got to ride it all night long." 
Yeah. He's so wise, isn't he? So wise and so rugged. Yeah. What white males account for seven of ten suicides in 2016? Really? Yeah, and the the rate of suicide is highest in middle-aged white men. This is a really depressing subject, though. I don't. I I've never really felt comfortable about. Well, you're meant to be funny. You're meant to be the funny one. I bring facts. You bring funny. But, but you're not supposed. You can't really joke about suicide. About 153,000 people will die on your birthday. A die of what? On your birthday? They'll die on your birthday, the day you're born. So when you're happy celebrating your birthday, 153,000 people will die. Think about that on your next birthday. Okay, Happy birthday. Happy death day to someone else. Happy death day to someone else. Doctor's sloppy handwriting kills more than 7,000 people annually. Okay. You're getting aggressive now, James. I don't know what to do with you. You're left-handed, aren't you? No, I'm right-handed. How dare you? Well, no, I I just know a lot of them. Left-handed people die three years earlier in general than right-handed people. (laughs) 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 What? Because they can't... I don't understand... These... these... Uh, I'd imagine it's to do with the way your heart works. Well, it's still on the same side. Yeah, I know, but then you're using that side more, the side near your heart. Oh, I suppose, yeah. I don't know. That's... <laughs> I don't know. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. I'm worried about all the left-handed people that are listening. They're going to be shitting themselves yeah. now. What do you think you're more likely to die from? A shark attack or a falling coconut? A heart attack. No, shark attack. Oh, a shark... Oh, right. We okay. know... <laughs> I thought you said a heart attack. I was like, well, that's pretty obvious. No, shark. Oh, um, fallen coconut then. Yeah. But that's one of those things that kind of seems obvious because you'd think it was sharks, but it's actually coconuts. I don't understand people's like um, fears of sharks because it's not very often that you're going to see a shark, is it? It's not like no. they're all over the place. No, but neither are coconuts. That is true, yeah. I mean, you can die from a coconut where you're in a shop, though. <laughs> Someone's slung it at your head. Not falling on you. Well, yeah, but if they fell and it fell and it and you threw it at your head, eh? Mm. Yeah. It's more yeah. possible than seeing a shark. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, your last sense to go when you die is your hearing, so you'll be able to hear just before you die, but nothing else will work. That's that's utterly savage. <laughs> what what you can the last thing you're going to do before you <laughs> kill before you kick the bucket is you're going to hear someone crying and going, Jamie. Jamie, you're on, please, or someone. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that before I die. Hearing should be the first thing to go. Yeah. Hearing, then eyesight. Taste and smell. Probably smell should go first, because you don't want to smell yourself dying. Mm. But yeah. I don't mind. Hearing. Just hear them hear them cry as you die. That's the worst <laughs> thing I've... Yeah. <laughs> That's really bad, because obviously... I wish I hadn't known that, to be honest. Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to see them. So they think you're dead, because you can't do anything anymore. You can't move, you can't see, you can't smell, can't talk. You can still hear. So the last thing you hear is people being upset that you're dead. I did faint once, um, and, and, and I remember vividly... That I'd fainted and everybody was like asking me questions and stuff, but I couldn't do anything. But I could still hear them, and I wanted to yes. respond in my head, but I couldn't do. Yes, that was really weird. I've experienced the same thing. But so, I guess so, yeah. no, fainting isn't like dying. No, of course not. No, 
But it obviously is. It must. Well, there must be some connection. If although I can remember sort of seeing. No, I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. I do remember just being able to hear. Yeah, and and I, I did. Hmm. I wanted to reassure them, but I couldn't. If only we were intelligent enough to understand these things. Intelligence is wasted on someone like me. Um, I suppose hearing's quite a basic. Si- no, it's not. I was going to say hearing is a really basic system, but it's not particular. Well, actually, no, it is because it's just the thing in your ear vibrating. So you don't actually need to do anything to be able to hear. You just hear by being. Mm. So I guess that's why. Because obviously, smelling you need smelling you need to be able to breathe. Because if you can't breathe, you can't smell. If you don't breathe in, you don't smell anything. To see, you need your eyes open. And obviously, your eyes are quite sensitive things anyway. Yes. Yes. Mount Everest has 200 dead bodies on it, which are now landmarks on the way to the top. That is horrific. Yeah, it's quite horrific. Why on earth have they not brought... That can't be true. I don't believe that. I'm now going to quickly check that. But don't you think that's horrific? You'd think they'd bring them down, wouldn't you? Uh, Well, I mean, why would you risk your life to go and find some rando that's, stu- Chuck them that's down. stupid enough... Chuck them down. ...that's stupid enough to go up there in the first place? I don't know why people do it regardless. I really don't. Like, why? It's the same thing. Why put yourself in a dangerous situation... Just to show off. Oh, I've done this. I've climbed Everest. I'll say what? Who's going to be impressed with you anyway? Green Boots. Greenpeace. Boots. They've named him Green Boots. I guess he's got Green Boots. Green Boots is the name given to the unidentified corpse of a climber that became a landmark on the main northeast ridge route of Mount Everest. Though his identity has not been officially confirmed, he is believed to be Tawang Padur, an Indian climber who died on Mount Everest in 1996. Maybe they've just made it up. I'm not... yeah. No, no, it's real. BBC. The BBC have got an article about it. Okay. Well, but I just, I think they'd bring them down. Just take the bodies off. Uh, as I say, even if you like, just put it in a bag and kick it off the edge. And pick it up at the bottom. I know it's not massively respectful to the dead person, but surely it's more respectable than just like leaving them there to be gawped at by the people that are climbing up the Everest. It just seems horrible. I wouldn't think that it's going to be what you're, what you're probably thinking in your head. What a weird thing to do. If it's Everest, they're, they're going to be under the snow anyway. It's not going to make a difference. You don't want to see them. Yeah, it's been a fair bit of snow since the 1996. Well, no, it says that it says they're landmarks. So you can see them. You can't just do that shit. They've obviously signed a waiver or something. That's not how the word... It's not how the world works. You're not allowed... To, you've, it's all libelous and shit. You've got to sign waivers before you go out there, probably. They've probably agreed to being landmarks on there because they're Bobby Big Bollocks, so I can do anything I want. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I have no interest in climbing Everest, so I'll never see them. But yeah, uh, you can Google it. Sharks, ha- it's fine. Huh? What? You can Google it. You can Google anything nowadays. What? No, uh, I, I don't want to see him. Um, sharks kill twelve people per year. That's not that many. No, but I'm surprised that it's any really. I mean, what? Um, I like pigs, and people kill eleven thousand sharks. Okay. I don't understand why people kill so many things anyway. Philosopher, uh, it's a difficult name to pronounce. Sirius, Sirius Pippus, Chiris, Chiris, 
Charisipus. Charisipus. That sounds good. Mm. Charisipus. Is said to have died of laughter after getting his donkey drunk trying to eat figs. Okay. I would like to die of laughter. <laughs> the... That'd be fine. <laughs> well, you might after I tell you this. The creator of Pringles packaging has had his ashes stored in a Pringles can. <laughs> fine. Um, Why? Hopefully That's... he's like made, he's oh. pimped it out for himself. Like, I wouldn't think you'd just be putting a... Do you think it's got, like, its flavour? Yeah, just, <laughs> it... don't just put yourself in, like, a chive and onion... His name written on the Pringles pot. You'd be like, I'm, <laughs> I'm the Pringles man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You... <laughs> Imagine if someone just accidentally picked it up to eat. Yeah. If they came around the house and they didn't realise, they were like, oh, Pringles are my favourite. And then they dip their hand and it's just some ashes. So what do you want to do? <sighs> What do you want to do when you die? How's your How's your thoughts on it at the moment? You want to be cremated, buried? Not be buried. No, definitely not buried because I have heard that some people have been buried alive when falsely presumed dead. I doubt it happens as much as it used to, but apparently it used to happen a fair amount. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather be like cremated. So at least if I'm like dead, it'll be done. <laughs> like not dead. So if they think I'm dead. At least I'll be gone quick. But as I said, I can't imagine that happens too much nowadays. Well, I don't. I'm. I'm not really a big fan of burying. You go. You go into like cemeteries now, and they're they're all piled on top of each other. It's it's horrible to look at, really. No, waste of space. It's not as um, poetic as it used to be. Yeah, Cause it's just too many of them. Yeah, it's a mess. No, no, I don't think I'd even. I don't think I'd even want a memorial stone. If I'm being honest, I'd quite like to be just scattered somewhere. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do that, don't they? Yeah, we don't need a stone. A stone. It's gonna go. It's gonna go eventually one day. And there's a point where you know all the people that were interested in you being dead are dead anyway. So it's then not gonna matter. But that's the point, though, isn't it? <coughs> that's the whole idea of it. There's something that people can return to to pay their respects. Yeah. Whereas I don't think you need to do that. I think you can just think about the person. I know, but it's not the same for everybody, though. They need something to go to. No, of course, no. And I would. I'd never want to take that away from anyone. But I feel like. For me, it's an unnecessary thing to do. Because I think about the people I've lost all the time, nearly every day, actually. Mm. And it's a good thing, you know? I'd like to be stuffed and put on the sofa. <laughs> so no different to now. My wife can move on, but um, she she has to have me in the corner watching her. That's not nice. Ah, oh, it's all right, though. It's fine. No, it's not. That's I, weird. I want I want my hand positioned around my willy as well, so it makes the new person really uncomfortable. Yeah, but the thing you got to think about is not only that that is weird anyway, but you know, like, whenever, yeah. you, whenever you see like stuffed animals, they don't really look quite like the animal that they were supposed to be. So it will look like you, but not quite like you. It'll look like a slightly true. weird, stretched, bloated version of you. I'm already bloated with like weird bug eyes and fuck care. <laughs> I won't have much hair. Do you know, right, my boss yeah. the other day came out and tapped me on the shoulder and she was like, you you look a bit red up top there. I said, are you talking about my bald patch? She's like, yeah, <laughs> you look like you've caught the sun. I was like, oh, tar for that. I, did, I don't really need yeah. people pointing it out to me, thank you. She was like, I don't want you to have any problems. I was like, fine, I'll slap mm. some sunscreen on it, but I'm going to look greasier than I do right now. Yeah. It's a nice little story about death. It's not really well, unless you're. It's not really about death, is it? Well, skin cancer. 
That's <laughs> you're probably not. Good. That's always a cause, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Be careful mm. of the sun. Yeah, the sun's the yeah. biggest killer. And you know what? He's not getting thrown in jail. It's not the biggest killer. I've already told you what it is: heart disease. He's not getting thrown in jail, is he? Hey, that son up no. there. He, nobody's holding him to the extent of the law. No, he's, he's just allowed he's made... to go ahead and kill people as and when he feels necessary. But he, a, he's not the biggest killer, and b, he actually brings more life than he kills. So even if he was killing, I think you'd still forgive him because basically, without him, nothing would exist. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Oh, right. two, two, two wrongs make a right today. Mm. Yeah, I know your game, <laughs> James. You little bitch. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think we should leave it there. I can't believe that I was so sexist and I called him called him a him. It could be a she. It could be a female son. I do apologise, female listeners. Sanina. Let's call it Sanina. And she is up there and she is going, Hey, guys, enjoy my son, but not too much or I'll kill you dead. Okay. On that note, I think we should stop. Oh. Um, but I think, I think the thing to take away in that from this is that death isn't a bad thing because it makes you live your life properly because if you knew i honestly think if you knew you were going to live forever you wouldn't do anything you'd just go oh i'll do it tomorrow it's always tomorrow whereas if you go oh i need to live my life for today then you're going to do more because i might not be around forever okay i suppose that's that's true of some people but for me personally i don't think my life would change even remotely even if i knew i was going to die in like a week i'd still do exactly the same thing that i would do usually because i'm quite happy with that well, aren't you lucky? Well, I just you, do, you set your bars too high, kids, and you're always going to be disappointed. Set them lower, it's fine. You'll enjoy your life a lot more. Because you're going to die anyway. Thanks for listening to this podcast. The music was provided by James Doyle, Chris Webb and Eric Skiff. Thanks for listening and uh, yeah, hope to see you in another podcast. Also, as a little treat for all the really, really obsessive podcast fans, uh, there was a bit this episode where I had to run off and deal with a shopping delivery and I told Jamie to fill, but then it made no sense, so I ended up just cutting it out. But if you want to hear what he was saying uh, when he was left to himself, uh, this is what it was. I can't be bothered to listen to it. So, I can't tell you if it's any good or not. Ah, uh, so dear viewer, um, maybe maybe you could um, um, think about how, how death affects you in your lives. Um, you know, we have, we have lots of um, podcasts available, just like this, um, where me and Senor James, we talk about things, and then um, we put them up for your listening pleasure. Um, Perhaps at one stage we may even record, but let's not dance around the obvious. That's a lot of hard work, and there's no point in doing it unless there's people listening. So if people are listening, and that's what they like, then yes, 
we'll give that a go. But yes, there are a few episodes that you are welcome to um, dip your um, tootsies into. Um, give them a go, have a listen, see what you think. If you like it, then you do you do the thing, you support and that. Other than that, I don't know what to tell you, love. To be fair, I mean, he's he's doing some some sort of nonsense, isn't he, at the moment? But there you go. Um, what do you reckon about um cheese on toast, Jamie? Well, I'm telling you this much: I'm not a massive fan of it. What even without Worcestershire sauce? Well, I think that's a very weird thing to put on to the cheese on toast. To be honest with you, um. But, and why do you think that? Why do you think that? Oh, uh, well, because it's not to my tastes. So I'm not a massive fan of it. Um, toast in general is quite nice, you know. Um, you could put just butter, maybe Marmite. I know that divides a lot of people, having having Marmite on your toast. But Marmite, for me personally, it's a, it's a beauty. It's, it's a thing of absolute wonder. And I know you Australians out there, you've got your Vegemite. <laughs> but I've I've been to Australia and I've tried that Vegemite, I tell you. And it is not Marmite, no. Some may say it's better than Marmite. Personally, I don't think so. Just throwing that out there. I don't want to offend any Australians. You know, you're all you're all out there, good eye, mate. Like that, you know. That was an excellent, excellent rendition of an Australian accent. Good eye, mate. Yours of Vegemite on toast, like that, um, and I would say, oh, no, thankfully, um, I mean, I'll give it a go. Have you got any Marmite? I'm not going. Nah, mate, just Vegemite. Costs like ten dollars down in uh, Carl's, and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll have some Vegemite then, and I'll eat it, and it'll be nice, but it won't be as nice as Marmite is. So that's that's my genuine opinion on the whole. Vegemite, Marmite, fiasco. I mean, you didn't ask, but I have been left by myself, and these these are the sorts of things that go through my head on uh, on quite a regular basis. Um, you know, some bit, some people some people have like jam on toast. It's not very often I fancy jam. I can't stand sweet things on savoury things. It's disgusting. You know, ham and pineapple. Who are these people? I know it's very popular, but who are they? Who are they? They are disgusting. They are filth. What were they? Dragged up? Were they born in a barn? Why do they say born in a barn? Hmm? Is it because you're a cow or a pig? Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a cow. Uh, but I wouldn't mind being a pig. I mean, in terms of death, we're bringing it right back round now. In terms of it being a pig, I wouldn't mind dying for the sweet, sweet bacon inside of me. Um, I like all manner of pig. I'll tell you that much. Um, bacon is is uh, the ultimate of piggy deliciousness. Um, we can... But there's, there's there's so many other third porky things that you can have. Pork belly is extremely nice. I love pork belly. Cannot get enough of it. I think to myself, oh, especially when it's cooked properly. Like you can get it in your Tesco's. You get like little ribs of it, but they shrink up so much. You're like, oh, I just wish I had more pork belly. And why are they ribbed like that? Are they ribbed for my protection? Who can say? Who can say? I say to you. 
But yes, in terms of pigs.